Animal Lovers, and welcome to Episode 9 of the I Speak to Animals podcast. My name is Leslie Serenisi, and I'm a professional animal communicator, which means I can speak to animals. I have been fortunate enough to speak to many, many animals in my career, starting off with a grizzly bear named Brutus. I was lucky enough to be asked to write an article for a magazine, which I did for about five and a half years, and I decided to dust them off and share them with you. Each episode, I will share a different article with you and some of the backstory behind the article. So come on this amazing journey with me and share in my animal adventures. This story is called In Christopher Robin's Footsteps. So who doesn't love stuffed animal toys? I don't think there is one of us that hasn't owned at least one in our lifetime. Heck, even my dogs have one or two, and I know I have a photograph of one of my dogs falling asleep hugging their favorite plushie. I know that at one particular time when I was a child, I had a favorite that was always at the head of the bed with me. It was a teddy bear that was given to me by my grandmother, whom I am her namesake. I don't really recall the bear having a name. In fact, only one of my stuffed animals from my vast adult collection has a name. It's a very large stuffed dog that my mother purchased for me as I packed my bags and moved to Florida to go to college. And his name is Darby. Of course, one of my favorites, and most likely one of everyone's favorites, is Winnie the Pooh. My brother Ron once played the role of Winnie the Pooh in a school play in elementary school, and my mother made his costume, and being an artist, she painted his face with precision. Once Ron was done with the costume, I was delighted to take it over and use it as a Halloween costume year after year after year. I know I wore it until I couldn't fit anymore, or more than likely until I was really too old to trick-or-treat anymore. But I felt very much attached to that costume, and not because my mother made it or my brother wore it, but because I identified so much with the book of Winnie the Pooh, written by A.A. Milne. The stories of Christopher Robin were very real to me because Christopher talked to the animals in the Hundred Acre Woods just as he would talk to people. And this really struck a chord for me as I felt the same closeness to animals when I was a child. I talked to them the same way that I talked to my brothers and sisters. I asked my dog for advice and I told him about my day just as Christopher Robin did with Winnie the Pooh, Owl, Piglet, and the rest. I still feel that kinship to Christopher Robin as we nickname our newest rescue dog Eeyore because of the way that he sits and because his spirit was broken when we adopted poor Barney. And while sitting here writing this article, I noticed that my ankle bracelet has a single gold charm of Winnie the Pooh and it has been on my ankle for over 15 years. Children's books often have talking animals or people and animals talking to each other. Some of my favorites are The Jungle Book by Rudyard Kipling, Charlotte's Web by E.B. White, 
the Disney version of Cinderella, and just about any Walt Disney movie has a talking animal in it somewhere. So why would it be so far-fetched that I would choose to talk to animals as an adult? Are these stories only fanciful-filled nonsense designed only to entertain children? Well, you know already that I believe that animals can speak to us. I speak to them every day. And just yesterday, I met a beautiful lemur named Tiki that was so happy to see me. She came and she sat on my head and she leaned over my face and she licked my nose. She told me happy tales and pleaded with me to stay and play with her. But unfortunately, I couldn't spend more time with her because I had many other animals at the sanctuary that I needed to talk to. She understood and we agreed that I could bid her farewell and move along to other parts of the sanctuaries to talk to tigers, leopards, black bears, a brown bear, wolves, wolf hybrids, a cougar, a quadamundae, a serval, a bobcat, a tortoise, and a black lab named Mr. Boo. I may have been imitating Christopher Robin by talking to animals when I was a child, but I can assure you, it's no fairy tale. Animals are sentient beings just like people are. They have souls and emotions exactly the same as we do and are very capable of having conversations with us. And I consider it an honor that I get to travel and talk to some really interesting animals that are definitely interesting enough to be the lead character in a book or a movie. Ironically enough, when I was a child, a bear called Winnie the Pooh in a children's story book put the notion in my head that I could talk to animals. And then decades later, a grizzly bear in Montana named Brutus the Bear proved to me that it was true. So perhaps that explains why a bear is my spirit animal and why I feel such a close bond with bears. You know, I recently read that the real Christopher Robin, who was the son of the author, hated the fact that his father used him as a basis for Winnie the Pooh and the house at Pooh Corner. So much so that he rarely spoke to his father in later years. Well, Christopher, you may feel that it ruined your life, but I would have to say that it helped mine. Your father may have helped me to understand my true calling as an animal communicator. In my heart, Winnie the Pooh is the farthest thing from just being a silly old bear. So I realized after rereading this article that I have more connections to Winnie the Pooh than I first thought. So I talked about the little gold charm on my anklet of Winnie the Pooh himself that has now been there for over 20 years. And if you've seen any of my photos on my Facebook page, or if you've seen my billboard, you will see a black bear named Bonkers. Bonkers and I have a very special relationship and he appeared in many movies. One in particular is called A Bear Named Winnie. Bonkers also appeared, oddly enough, in a movie called The Jungle Book. No wonder we have such a bond. 
So come back next week when we review an uplifting article I wrote in 2016 titled Messages from Birds. This is where we'll discuss animal spirit guides and messages that birds bring us from loved ones in heaven. Until then, if you ever wondered what your pet is thinking, go to my website at ispeaktoanimals.com and book an appointment. Until next week, love to you and all of your animals.